Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined here with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hey, Steve. So this week we are going to discuss um, a little bit of a survey that came out, and it's of 35,000 people in 57 countries, and they've confirmed what nice guys already knew, and that's that bad boys get more sex. Uh, David Schmidt of Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, presented a preliminary result that is a link between the dark triad and the reproductive success in men. Um, have you seen this study, and what are your thoughts? Actually, there's been a few studies, Steve, that have shown that bad boys get more sex. And I, and I, whenever I see one of these studies come out, I, I can't help but imagine this nerdy, pasty, nerdy guy, scientific guy, sitting in his laboratory trying to figure out why he's not getting any. You know, <laughs> so he has to come up with some scientific reason why he's not getting sex. But yes, there's a there's a you know a logical reason why. Some men get more sex than others. Okay. And, and I mean, you know, we have a married audience here, so I guess to kind of tie this all in really quick, uh, what is the dark triad and uh, or the three main traits that make up a bad boy? Yeah, well, you're right, Steve. Um, you know, when I talk to married men, you know, they they have this envious thing about, you know, why I'm a nice guy. They always say to me, I'm a nice guy. And, you know, and, and I'm married now and I didn't have the great sex life and that I maybe could have when I was single. And they, they wistfully look back. And the thing about this dark triad of traits, um, I don't know if you'd really want to have them. So the the first one is being narcissistic, being completely into yourself and not worrying about what other people are doing or thinking you know, or behaving. The, the second one is being impulsive and thrill-seeking. So you're always out for the next high, the next neat thing to do. And the, and the third trait is being deceitful and having an exploitive behavior. So, you know, you're, you're able to lie, you're able to cheat, you're able to do things like that. And, and so even though married men really wish they could have had this crazy, wild past before they settled down, I don't know necessarily think having those traits is beneficial in a, in a long-term relationship. So yeah. it's not, nothing to feel bad about. So I shouldn't feel bad about my bad boy not having a bad boy pass. No, okay. ab ab absolutely not. No. Okay. You feel good about who you are. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if I had to go run out and buy like a Harley Davidson or anything. <laughs> uh, and okay, well, uh, saying that, what is it with women, and why do they find these traits so attractive if they know they're bad? Well, I think when we're single, uh, uh, there. Uh, people inherently look for relationships that are unstable, mostly because they aren't ready to settle down. So they're, you know, they, you know, they they come up with, you know, uh, unconsciously they come up with reasons to attract people that it's not going to work out. Now these bad boys are a perfect reason not to settle down, and you know the whole thing about 
life, it's pretty mundane. Even when you're single, it's pretty mundane. You know, day in, day out, you're going to work, you're doing the same thing, and all of a sudden you meet this bad boy, and you're on this roller coaster ride, emotional roller coaster ride, and, and you, you know, when things are great with this bad boy, it's amazing. And let me tell you, sex, unfortunately, I have to say this, Steve, sex is pretty wild and fun. And so when you're on the highs, you're just going crazy, and 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 then when you're in the lows, you know you just you're crying into your glass of chardonnay with your girlfriend, saying that he's a jerk and all this. But the thing is, in an otherwise ordinary life, uh, being with these bad boys is really exciting. And you know one of the reasons sex is good with these bad boys is their whole purpose is to go out and have sex. So two things come from that. They generally, not always, but generally. They learn a lot of technique, a lot of different techniques to seduce women. And so the second thing is because they are very good at technique, they gain a lot of sexual self-confidence. So um, women are attracted to confident people, confident men, just like men are attracted to confident women. And uh, when a woman is, and this really has nothing to do with this, this is an aside, when a woman is ovulating, uh, she is producing a lot of pheromones that, that she's giving off to attract men. When men sense these pheromones, he starts producing more testosterone, which will then attract the woman. Now, these bad boys, because they have all this sexual self-confidence, they're usually producing a little bit more testosterone. That's why women find them irresistible. So you can have a man who's ugly, you know, not attractive whatsoever, but because he's got this sexual self-confidence and because he's given off this testosterone pheromone stuff, uh, he's irresistible, irresistible to women. And, and you know, it's, it's as simple as that. And, and on the opposite side of the spectrum, um can the same be said for women who, I guess, I, I don't know what you'd call the equivalent of a bad boy for a woman, like a bitch, but could the same be said for why men are attracted to women like that? Actually, the study that, the study that you're speaking of, it did not correlate to women. So, uh, and I think there's still a, a stigma for women, you know, who sow their oats. So it's okay, it's still okay for a guy to go out and have lots and lots of sex, with a bunch of women, um, but it's still not okay for uh, a woman to go out and have tons of sex. So, for, or for a woman to be a player, it's very generally quite intimidating for a guy. So, you know, guys, they say, you know, they think, well, I've been with seven women and you've been with 40. You know, they, they just can't, a lot of men just can't compute that through their mind. So, no, this study, study did not correlate for women being players. So, and being attractive for men. Yeah, so the old stigma of um, girl, it's okay for girls to get around, uh, or I'm sorry, it's still it's okay for guys to get around but not girls is still healthy then, right? I would, I would say that that's, you know, I think it's changing, Steve, with our, our younger, younger demographic, you know, 25 and under, but it's still, it's, you know, I, I think it's, it's still not okay for women to get around generally. Yeah. Now, are nice guys then doomed for uh, a life of long-term commitment and sporadic sex? Uh, yes, unfortunately. But, you know, one of the things that, one of the reasons I, I wanted to talk about the survey is 
I think nice guys should take a page from the bad boys, not being not to be narcissistic or impulsive or any of that. Um, but you know, if you take a look at James Bond and, and he's the quintessential bad boy, he, you know, he's extroverted, he's thrill seeking, he's, you know, he's all about, he's so sexy. And one of the reasons that he is such an icon is he's got the whole seduction thing going on. And I think men really need to up, um, you know, nice guys really got to up their um, want of learning new techniques, learning new ideas. A lot of women and men get stuck in, you know, this is, I'm going to go to the bedroom. These are the four things that I know how to do. And I'm just going to keep doing these four things over and over and over and over and over again. And sex becomes really stale and boring quickly. So the one thing that we can learn from these bad boys is to always bring in an element of uh, trying new things, of doing something different, of bringing excitement, of seducing your partner. I mean, that's what makes sex interesting. And that's why women keep going back to these bad boys. And, and that's an easy thing for nice guys to implement into their repertoire, just, you know, in thinking outside the box, thinking outside the sexual box, you know? Okay. I mean, and this is particularly important for a married man because you're going to have the same partner, so you need to mix it up, you need to spice it up, you need to try new things, right? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, um, and a lot of times, because men are socialized that uh, they can't look weak in the bedroom. They just are apprehensive about trying new things because they don't want to look stupid. And I, you know, if that happens to be you listening, I would very much encourage, you know, to, to get, to, you know, just to try some, you know, go to the bookstore. There's thousands of books on ways, on technique, on, on seducing, on doing things. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as, giving her a massage and just surprising her with a massage one night. And if you don't know how to do a massage, you know, you know, just, um, there's books, there's books and there's videos. There's tons of information about giving a massage, um, but you know, just actually doing it and surprising her. I mean, that's, you know, that's, what's going to make the sex fantastic. And so it's getting out of your, your thinking that, um, if I try something and I don't do it perfectly, I'm going to look stupid and I'm going to fail. And that's not, you know, women just, women love to be doted on and, and maybe just think about it in that terms. You know, I'm going to be doting on this person and uh, nurturing them and that's what's going to get her off. Yeah, and I think you've actually uh, written an article on like James Bond-like seduction, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, be sure to go onto the site and uh, click around and do a little search and I bet that one pops up. And uh, Trina, <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's going to do it for us. So... Thank you very much for your time. I really no, always it. a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Steve. Thanks. And um, is it is it too soon to plug your book? Uh, no, we can plug it. Yeah. Okay. We can well, plug it. Uh, for all those out there, uh, Trina has a book coming out in January of 2009 called "Till Death." Uh, I'm sorry, jeez. <laughs> could be death. Could be sex. <laughs> <laughs> Trina has a new book coming out called "Till Sex Do Us Part: Make Your Married Sex Irresistible." And that comes out in January 09, correct, Trina? That's right. Okay. Looking, looking forward to touring in California so I can meet Steve. Yes, that's right. Finally, huh? And yeah. uh, for everybody else out there, you can always get more information from Trina at trinareed.com. 
and also at bestsextipsever.com and of course hitchedmag.com and uh, if you haven't been to the network yet uh, please be sure to check out the married life network and you can get to that from the, the hitched website it's uh, a little button in the top right corner so be sure to check that out until next time everybody Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.